coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. <laughs> it literally just it plays instantly as soon as it finishes, and you can you can watch the same clip like three times before you're like, okay, I should probably stop now. That McAfee That's thing is so clips. good, though. Yeah, it's fucking aces. Like, he lures them in so perfectly. Oh, with God. the Because he did it, like, two weeks prior. He sang the Georgia song because he was saying, like, Georgia are going to win. They're the best team in the country. So it's, like, it's even better that, like, he's got priors for back in Georgia. Yeah, the and he was and right they're... as well. Alabama won, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, got them all in. Oh, he's his fucking little, amazing. His little McAfee net. And then bam, banged him. So good. We need to talk to Shane Vereen, actually. Cause, uh, yeah, good. Because the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore. Has that been announced, is it? Oh, no, that was already coming anyway. Like, this year was going to be the last year that the Pac-12 exists. Okay, right, yeah. Because they're all fucking off to other conferences and stuff. It's embarrassing. College football oh. is so fucked. And then they've had this What's... fuck up with the top four as well which is ludicrous so like is is shane gonna keep covering it have you spoken to him about it no no i haven't spoken to him this season to be honest i've barely barely touched base with shane um this year but that's we've been so bad with this podcast anyway so <laughs> honestly like i've been super busy you know jazz has got the the thing on like you've been busy and you're gonna be super busy with like baby stuff as well like this is gonna <laughs> it's gonna get we're gonna have to get a lot of ringers <laughs> brought in at various points oh no, yeah well no i mean the baby will be like it's coming in april by the yeah, time but i don't care what your child thinks about football so i don't want it on the podcast you know <laughs> <laughs> unless oh, it's I screaming and it's like well that I'll sounds like do... my thoughts on the falcons watching I'll... desmond ridder as well <laughs> i'll want to do the um i'll want to do the podcast even more when the baby's here i think just to you know have like because I can't leave the house or do break. fun. So, yeah, just be like. We're going to get your baby to start doing your picks. So we're going to line up <laughs> two, to two teams. Like a, we're going to give you six just... games, and your baby's right. going to pick the winner of those six games where we line up one side's red, one side's blue, and whichever one the baby goes to first is the one that you have to take. Fuck, well, they'll do better than us at picking games on this podcast. <laughs> It'd be amazing Although, if your kid starts making a lot of money. <laughs> bang. And we do like the jazz system where we like double up. Like when he wins, we're like, yeah, okay, we're let's good, go yeah. two pound. Boom. Three next. pound. On to the next one. On to the next one. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you said that, though, it's going to be really disappointing when he's just like, ah, the blue one. And then, it's, uh... you know. Like, really? You're going to take the Giants over the Eagles? It's like, week seven, on, and man. Dave's kid is already just having one better week. Jesus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like father, like son, I guess. I like, uh, I like, yeah. I like really hold it against him as well. <laughs> like, it affects <laughs> our relationship, like, straight out the gates. Honestly, I'm really, I'm really regretting this whole child thing, to be honest, sweetheart. Like, we're not getting anything out of this. <laughs> I'm not getting anything. I thought I was going to monetize this real fast. <laughs> Like the podcast didn't work, so we pivoted to the baby gambling yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what? What have we got? 
Jazz is trying to get me to double down and put 500 pounds on the baby every week, but we've lost 14 weeks in a row. Ollie's saying that you should hedge your bets, get three kids. That way you can bet on each of them, a pound on each one, whichever one they pick. Like they might have different spreads and stuff. So we've got to have another two kids. I know you don't feel like it. You said you just wanted to have the one, but you know, podcast. Come on, like betting. You know. If your child gotta... isn't making you money on Instagram, does it even exist in this you know, day and age? I mean, come on. We've got <laughs> we've got at least ten people listening to this podcast. It's really important that we generate some. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't have ten people. Come on. You're right. Big shout out to Prince for listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> shout out, Prince. I'm sorry your Titans are as bad to watch as almost anybody else in this league this year. They were very entertaining on Sunday, though. They were they were entertaining. At the end of that game. I mean, it wasn't good, but it was. I mean, that's the best they've been in a month. So you know, will it turns out Will Levis can only throw touchdowns against the Falcons <laughs> that he's just done nothing since then. Yeah. Uh, well, it, the, all the kind of chat going into the London game when the Titans came over was like, nobody's into well Livis uh, or Malik Wilkes in that building, which is why Tannehill oh. was sticking around for so long kind of thing until he got injured. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, nobody, I mean, there. They're cooked, so it's fine. We don't. There are so many them. bad teams to watch in this league this year. Well, one hundred percent agree with Tom Brady when he came out a few weeks ago. I was like, the league's just worse. It's a lot worse than it's been in a long time. It's not a great look, though, him doing that. To be honest, when he's actually in the booth, I think he's kind of kind of say what he wants. But if you just retired, if you just retired, as soon as you retire, you're like. This whole game sucks compared to when I was playing 12 months ago. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty lame thing to do. I like it. I mean, you're already considered like the greatest of all time. You just, did you really have to be like these young quarterbacks? They don't know anything. Look at them. But look at them. There's not many that I think are great. No, it's a big drop off. I mean, and even like ones that looked promising, like, you know, your boy and, yeah. Uh, well, I'm still not putting much on Justin Herbert, although yeah, well, six, not great. Though, a is it? six nothing uh, win for the Chargers. You, you would have thought like... you would have thought that a like a guy like that would elevate a team at a certain point and just be. I don't think Joe Joe Burrow would be accepting like no, the Chargers sure. offense being the way it is. But I do I do think the Chargers are making Justin Herbert bad. They're like a poison that's in his blood, as opposed to. I know. I like do wish he was at another horrible. team, another franchise. And I, I really want Brandon Staley just out of that place completely because yeah. he's he's awful. Oh, how I always believe in my play calling. Well, nobody else does in the whole of this league because your team is stacked with offensive talent and nothing good happens. You haven't blown out a team in months and your defense doesn't live up to the standard. You give away way too many penalties. And your special teams, like last year, invariably kind of sucks. So, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't got fired already. I thought it was going to be mid-season firing. But, I mean, maybe if they'd lost to the Patriots, that would have been it. So, if they lose this week. I mean, they're like, they're flirting with impossibility. You might as well have lost to the Patriots, though. 
Yeah. Like, like the only person that's in maybe a worse position than Brandon Staley is Bill Belichick of expectation to outcome. But he's got like all the rings and but like twenty all years of, of the, history to back all it the up. other all the other coaches that are on a hot seat. Like people are saying, like Ron Rivera is on the hot seat and whatever, and uh, obviously like Frank Reich went the other week as well. And you you understood that because. They're not great coaches in bad teams that have been bad for a while. Whereas Brandon Staley and Bill Belichick are in teams that like there's been a belief that the Patriots will get good. Their defense is obviously pretty good, but their quarterback position is terrible. Their offense... was there, but was there any belief going into this year that this Patriots team was going to be good? We it kind was of going to be okay. Like when Brady left, would be like, oh, like. You know, he'll sort things out. It might take a couple of years. But, like, going into this year, I don't think there was a lot of, like, hope that they were going to be a playoff team. Whether I, the I Chargers into, had I a lot of in, expectation. I thought going into this year, the Patriots was a... That defense should be really good still and should be getting better. And the offense should be getting better because Why? this is a progression. They didn't add no, any skill it's, players. Yeah, because it's meant to be a progression of... Okay, even if they don't add to it, people are longer in what they're in in terms of learning the system, learning how it needs to work, getting that chemistry yeah. together. Like it should just naturally improve over time. Oh, we've under got Belichick Stevenson. He'll be he'll be awesome this yeah. year. Oh, no, nope. didn't do anything. <laughs> no, no, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> well, and yeah. like, but at least uh, yeah. But you're right. The Chargers had a much higher expectation level, and uh, I, I mean, I. Like so many of their players, I love Eckler. I love Herbert, obviously. I really like Keenan Allen, if he can stay fit. Mike Williams, if he can stay fit. Mm. But they all need to go to another team. Yeah, it's just a waste. It is a waste. But there are so many teams like that. I mean, look, Saints Lions was really exciting this week, but the Saints is like a rotten place at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, Greg on the Around the NFL podcast doing their preview uh, before Sunday's games. He was just like, the Saints have got bad vibes. And that really sums up. <laughs> you just like, you can say that about a lot of teams, bad vibes. There's like, and you've we've mentioned three of the worst vibe teams in the NFL. Like, there's just, uh, you can feel like a stink on the whole, but- the whole year. But, so the reason why I'm into Brady's whole like team suck thing is the Detroit Lions were twenty four nothing up and almost lost that game. Yeah, to the Saints. Who to are the Saints that have a quarterback in car who's doing nothing, who then goes out injured, and then Jameis Winston comes in and still keeps him in that game somehow. Like the Lions' defense can't stop anything, though they're really like they're actually just a bad such, defense. They've got such an inferiority complex as well. They're just a team that aren't used to being like good. Mm. They're a team <laughs> made up of players that aren't used to being good. Like Jared Goff starts to get some hype on his shoulders. He's a sniper when he's got time. So what do we do on Thanksgiving? We give him no time and we make him look like a guy who's got who's a <laughs> sniper with no depth perception basically like <laughs> one-eyed and and that carries on obviously losing williams as like a g- 
great punch it in running back was night uh, was bad for them this year. I mean, I like David Montgomery. Yeah, I really like up, Montgomery. Yeah. It's like a nice pickup and stuff this year. But the Lions just are filled with players that were meant to be good, have had like negative tags put on them. And then they all go and pull together at the line, start doing well. And everyone goes, oh, they're, they're pretty good. And they all go like, oh, I don't really know how to be good. Thing the is, moment. though, in terms of kind of expectation for the Lions, they are they're right where they need to be. And they're pro- they're almost certainly going to the playoffs. So they're, they're like that's massive for them. When did they get last get to the playoffs with Stafford? 2008 or something? Uh, I mean, it's that is that long. It's yeah. like it's it's like ten, fifteen years. So, I mean, I I mean they should have gone I, last year like if they didn't. They got unlucky um, that none of the teams above them kind of slips off for the end because they won like seven of eight at the end there, didn't yeah. they? But yeah, they put themselves in a fucking massive hole when they were like one and five. But yeah they do seem like the team like just going back to your original point like there's a lot of bad teams a lot of bad football this year they seem exactly the kind of team who their schedule the rest of the year is not that hard i'm just having a look now they've got the bears broncos kind of coin flippy game the vikings cowboys is a tough game and then the vikings again so like i expect them to go to the playoffs i expect them to probably win the division if unless green bay just keep winning which they might but they're the kind of team you could just see the Lions being like having 11, 12 wins this year and then losing in the playoffs. And you wouldn't be that surprised. Just straight away. Like losing straight away. Yeah. They're, <laughs> you know they're I mean? an absolute pretender <laughs> at nine and three. There, yeah. there, are, there are a lot of teams that are complete pretenders with their their win-loss ratio right now. I mean, how I mean, the, li- the, how the, the Lions... Falcons are, are honest about their win-loss <laughs> ratio. <laughs> they're like... <laughs> just like so bad. I, I don't even think you're a six and six team, to be honest. <laughs> I think we are. But I don't think there is a team just, in the NFC South that's be. a six and six team. So I, if if there's oh, gonna be man. one team that's a six and six team, at least you have like the raw potential yeah. to maybe be a six and six team. Sure, sure. We're we're the best of bad. It's funny. It's like I was I was messaging you about the the Falcons. Like it really is the game that you want the most in the nfc you don't want to you don't want the number one seed you want to mm. you want to be in the wild card spot playing the Falcons. yeah because <laughs> well, you're winning I mean, that game you're winning yeah. that football game yeah and it keeps your momentum so you don't have the bye yes. week that takes you out yeah. of it or anything like that no you can just Fuck have the, the one Falcons. Spot. we can have <laughs> yeah. we can have our starters go in for three quarters we can bring yeah. the backups in in the fourth don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> uh, i mean who's it gonna be i mean it might be we might see something like the cowboys you know, if you guys take the division, it could be it could be Cowboys. Yeah, but those, that, those wild card positions suddenly in this. So go, running down, Eagles. Yeah, if they're not gonna win that division, I'll be livid. But Eagles should make the playoffs. Dallas. Oh should yeah, make you're gonna the make playoffs. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Detroit should win the North, considering they're three games up, and the Niners will win the West. There isn't another team out of those five teams in the NFC with a winning record. (laughs) So whoever's making up those other two spots, I don't know. Uh, Like I really like New York could 
potentially get themselves back into it if, hey, with the veto, this guy. Davido, hey, this on. guy, if he's got it in him, you know. Hey, let the kid play some ball, you know. It, like He could end up getting back into this with with this Giants team. Because Minnesota are 6-6, six and six, Green Bay are trending upwards in 6-6, six and six, obviously, and Jordan Love's doing a really good job. They had a great win against a Kansas City team that I think mm. is definitely not what Kansas City are meant to be. Tampa, New Orleans, the there's Rams, so, the Seahawks. So, like the, There's so many like teams, like like the Seahawks. I thought that the Seahawks, kind of towards the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna put their stamp on that wildcard spot. I was like, they're a good team, they're playing well, they're coached well, and then they just like lose like three on the bounce, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> there's so many teams like that. The Rams are like the Rams are performing better than I thought they would be, so they're a bit of a surprise. They're kind of the other side of that coin, but they can't string together two wins. It's like we we win one, we lose one. We win one, we lose. But but the the trouble with all of this is that like all of these, there are so many teams out there that you wouldn't say, oh, the Rams are six and six and Seattle is six and six, but they're both real good teams. Mm. You go, they're six and six, both of them, <laughs> and like. They could lose to Arizona next week if they're not careful, yeah. as opposed that, to being I mean, like, "All right, they'll trash, trash well, Arizona and whatever." Like. Well, yeah, look at this. This look at the Steelers. You know, Steelers oh. going in with a, a seven and four record, a seven and four record, and then they they lose to Arizona comfortably. But this is why <laughs> Tom Brady's right. This is just a league of mediocrity. He's right, but he doesn't need to say it. Well, because the stats and the win record say it. And the games that we're seeing week in, week out say it. The, I don't the, want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from him. I want to hear more. I, I, I want to hear more from someone like him because Mm-mm. I respect it because he prides himself on excellence and only excellence alone, right? Brady's about, uh, I'm going to do above and beyond 130% effort to get 1% better every single day. Like... Whether or not you like that annoying attitude, and it'd probably be terrible to be friends with him with that attitude, it's a great attitude to have for finding excellence <laughs> in an arena. <laughs> what like does this. it mean for the younger players in the league for like this legend to come out and be like, you know, game sucks now? Like, what does anybody get from that? What apart from you I, know, man, like, I got, I got pissed off this week it. with like watching CJ Stroud taking a flop during that um, Texans game mm. this week. Like, that irritated me. When somebody else got in his face, so he pushed into them, so they reacted to it, and then they get flagged because it's on a quarterback, and then CJ Stroud is there, like, rubbing his hands and stuff. Like, I don't want to see you getting yards because you lured somebody into committing a 15-yard penalty after the fucking I'm sure, plays I'm, I'm over. sure Tom Brady would never do anything untoward to get an edge in a, in a football game. Quite right. That was the New England Patriots organization. Brady isn't in charge of what <laughs> happens to those balls. He just says oh, how he yeah, likes sure. them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and how he likes else... them is, is pretty cheaty. <laughs> he likes them when they're like real, like soft and easy to throw. That's Look, what he likes. Videotaping practices is fine if you do it from far enough away with a big enough zoom lens. Like, what are you really going to get from knowing everybody's calls and plays? Jesus. I can't believe just I'm like, defending the Patriots and Brady to start a podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> hey, you probably just want you're you're like you're pining for a time when Brady was still in the league because maybe you could win a Super Bowl again. 
uh, we ain't winning one this year. Let's put it that way. I was good. Well, okay, let's, let's talk about the Eagles. Right? How, this year. How, how do you feel? You're obviously a bit despondent after that Niners game. I thought it would be closer. I watched the highlights the next day and stuff. Like, for me, as a outsider, it looked like uh, they were just better on the day. And if you guys play again, it could easily go the other way no. where the Eagles show up and have the day. No, they're without yeah. a doubt a tougher, meaner, better team than the Philadelphia Eagles. Or at least they were the other night. And I don't mm. know if the Eagles would live up to the high standard. I find it really, really funny that Philadelphia has gone and got pasted, particularly by a linebacking call that allowed nothing. They were so good. So good on that D-line and on the linebacking core of how they approached that game. Spying Hurts. The pass rush was so intelligent. We've seen it happen on Hurts quite a few times where you don't rush to attack him. You rush to contain him. Hmm. So, And then you allow your linebacker core to cover the middle of the field and your secondary to cover the deep threats. And they that's why Hurts had sometimes eight nine seconds just being like stood there being like i don't have anywhere to go but the niners are keeping me in a pocket so i can't use my legs to create anything else they were so disciplined and well organized in that sense they're without a doubt a much better team harder hitting better tackling smarter football better up front on the offensive line in that game the fact that they went you know three and out and three and out and the Eagles didn't get touchdowns on their first two drives and took field goals instead. As soon as those happened, four drives in, I was like, we're losing this game because we're not taking that ruthless edge in the red zone and finishing with touchdowns. We've left them after two drives. They've had minus six yards and we only have six points. Not acceptable when you're playing a team of that level and that quality. And Christian McCaffrey's the best running back in the league. He's the MVP People are talking about like Brock Purdy's now the front runner for MVP. Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, I think it's uh, Dak seems like the front runner. I don't know if he's in. I think I think betting Vegas wise, not, but... betting wise, Purdy's now the front runner. Not a mm. fucking chance. Best player on that Niners team, most impactful player on that Niners team on that offense is Christian McCaffrey. It's time we awesome. had. It's time we had a non QB MVP. Because if that if Dak Prescott ends up being MVP. On a team that ends up, look, big game coming up this week against the Eagles, all that kind of stuff. But if the Eagles win that, I don't think Dallas are winning the division. And if they don't win the division, that Prescott can't be a fucking MVP. No, no, he won't. He won't get it. I mean, he's also got like, you know, he's he's had an easy schedule so far and they've waxed like bad teams, which is, you know, all you can do when you go up against them. But yeah, they've, got, they've got you, they've got the Bills and they've got the Dolphins coming up. And that is... Well, the That's Dolphins tough. don't beat winning teams and the Bills don't beat teams. Well, the Cowboys don't beat winning teams either. Yeah, so that's true. That <laughs> that's like true. A... Well, we'll take a tie in that one then, I guess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, if Dak goes and wins uh, all three of those games, then maybe he should be the MVP, but I don't think he will. Um, I don't see how this Cowboys team is suddenly, like, different in their DNA because they beat up on the fucking Commanders. Like, yeah, you I beat, want to see them do it against. You a beat good an team. average Seattle team. You beat up on the Commanders, the Panthers, and the Giants since your last loss to the Eagles. Yeah, so I mean, come on, 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't see them either. They've got also got the Lions and the Commanders again to finish off the season on that. But but you're not going to be feeling nice about things if you lose to Dallas. Oh, if we lose to Dallas in in Texas, it's going to be rough. Be rough. Um, and that's. But I did. I said to a few people during like the streak that we've just been on, not about. 10 wins or any crap like that but the Mm. run of games that we've had and are having dallas by week chiefs bills niners dallas (laughs) there are three good teams in the nfc we play three games two of them against dallas one of them against the niners you throw in the bills and the reigning super bowl champion chiefs like that is one of the toughest runs that a team's gonna have oh and before that Dallas game, we had Washington and the Miami Dolphins. So you can take the Commanders maybe out of there. But yeah, you can have Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. They might have been a bit fatigued going into the 49ers game, given all that. I don't know. When did you have your bye week? Uh, just after the Dallas win in week nine. So we came out of 10 into that Chiefs game. Oh, yeah. It's been tough because it was Andy Reid after a bye week against the Eagles. <laughs> it's like we just had a bye week as well, guys. So, thing is about the 49ers, though, is that you know it seems like you know they're well back on top now, but they went through that stretch of losing three games in, three a, row. in a row. Yeah, and so it feels this year like, yeah, you've got those really good teams, but even the really good teams look vulnerable this year, like the Eagles. Yeah, but they they, they never looked like three... a team that wasn't going to lose three or four games this year. Yeah, we they haven't dominated so, games. Yeah. We have won. They're not games. as good as last year. Yeah. Not as good as last year. Yeah. So we were up at halftime in most of the games last year by like fifteen points or something, and yeah. you're like, okay, well, this is nice. We're in a good position. Mm. Whereas this year, it's been oh, we're down at halftime. Jalen Hurts is going to have to have another second half comeback because he's had four in a row already. So let's make it five in a row. Let's keep this streak going. Um, yeah. But the Niners, what the Niners have done is they went into that bye week after those three losses and have obviously like sharpened up real nice. And I said at the beginning of the year, they were the only team that looked like they'd played together for 12 months already mm. at the start of this season when they went on their winning run at the beginning of the year. They were awesome to watch. And they're great. They are such an intimidating defense. I, know. I do like, you know, the Carl Shanahan fan from this time at the Falcons. I, I would really like him to get his ring. What did you make of, really um, of the altercation on the sidelines? Did you see that? Between your head of Yeah, the security. head of security. Dom. Hey, big Dom. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen the clip. I don't know what the background was to it, really. Someone chirped at him. And then he, well, no. Why like, was he involved? Why was he even there? The head of security. What was going on? Because he's the head of security, so he's on the Eagles sideline right. anyway. And um, didn't he be going like securing things? Go secure something, <laughs> mother. He go secure. That's probably what he said. Go and secure something, bitch. So, so Dre Greenlaw I'll secure your mother. Puts like this kind of uh, late suplex on. I think it was Devonte Smith. Whistle's oh, yeah. already gone. Greenlaw then still grabs him, throws him down to the ground. Which teams are doing that more against Philadelphia than I've seen this season. There was a fucking douchebag. I can't remember his name now. Uh, 
defensive lineman for the Bills the week before who on the first tush push, and again, I, I, I called this straight away, first tush push, he goes way before the snap and tries to bury, I think it was Jordan Mailata, like kept on going after the whistles are gone of like false start, you've gone too early, uh, offside by the defense. And he kept on like hitting him, driving him into the ground. And I was like, oh, you're doing this because you know the tush push is like a guaranteed thing. So yeah, you're trying yeah, to yeah. make people trying intimidated by doing the tush push. So you're going to be like, I'm going to take that fine, that penalty, but next time you do a tush push, you'll be thinking about me in your head. And he and he was also the one that had the altercation with the Eagles fan um, who was in the stands and went over and put hands on the Eagles fan that was like giving all the Bears, uh, the Bills sideline a load of jip. Which again, loads of people were like, oh, fucking Eagles fans. Those guys are assholes. <laughs> we are. But you're an NFL player getting paid minimum half a million a year to play. And that's an Eagles fan that may like may get a fucking ticket once every eight weeks or something you don't put your hands on a fan in the stands for him barking at you like it's just not to me it's just not done you can't be physical with a fan who's just chirping shit at you unless he's getting like that insanely personal level that it's really hitting home maybe but even then i just don't I, I never thought that are you was trying exciting. to are you trying to get me to feel sympathy for eagles fans no so, not at all but i'm just okay, saying right, cool i'm just i'm just trying to i got i'm, I'm agreeing with you i'm just fine. saying these yeah. there are these so really... the head of security the head of security was justified even though he's working and getting paid lots of money well i don't know but he's but he's on your team so it's, it's, so what it's happened so dre greenlaw suplexes Devontae smith late after the play yeah. out on the sideline and the head of security basically steps between dre greenlaw and Devontae smith to say because like, Dre Greenlaw's trying to fucking get at Devontae Smith straight away afterwards. Smith's doing like the, what are you fucking doing? You're a dickhead. And Greenlaw's, because it was chippy at that point anyway. So Dom steps in just to get between them, kind of doing a security job at the end of the day. Securing shit. Yeah. He's just looking after the Eagles player at the end of the day. And, yeah. and Greenlaw puts his hand out in a fist. Doesn't, it's not really like a punch. But yeah, he definitely yeah, connects sure. with the cheek. And as soon as he connects yeah. with the cheek, he points an index finger out to make it be like, a, oh, no, I was pointing. I was yeah, pointing. Yeah. And so <laughs> Dom, the security guy, points his finger. It's like, what are you doing? Like, And you can see it. He's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing, this guy? Hey! hey oh, hey, whoa! The hey, Vito! Oh, hey! Your mother makes a terrible <laughs> lasagna, Greenlaw. And, um, <laughs> and they both get ejected. And again, Greenlaw's the instigator. You can go back time and time again. Shanahan in his press conference was a grade A dick about it because he was like, I don't understand why a non-playing personnel is down there on the field. Well, he's the head of security. He's securing shit. He actually did his job in stepping in between Devontae yeah. Smith and Greenlaw. I think that's right up to kind feet. of the players. And then, and then Shanahan yeah, but, says, yeah. and then he's thrown an arm at Greenlaw and Greenlaw's reacted. And you can go and watch the footage time and time again. Greenlaw's the only one that throws an arm first. And then this Dom guy points a finger. But they both get ejected. And Dom gets ejected in a standing ovation from the link, which was about the best oh, thing that yeah. happened for an Eagles fan yeah. that night. He'll probably get a bonus. A hundred percent. He'll never so... be buying a drink, buying a meal, anything like that. But I just thought, again, it's there's a really annoying narrative because everybody hates Eagles fans. 
Like, the amount of crap I've taken for the Eagles losing their second game of the year. Like, <laughs> like we're a bad, like we're a bad team. Like, no, I, it, I mean, this is what and, I was trying to say before so is like, you're just, you just weren't a team that was going to only lose one game the whole year. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, you're, you know, yeah, a, a 13 and 14. Like, that's probably, that might be where you end up. That's awesome. That's, that's still like a number division. one seed. Yeah, that's <laughs> a number one seed yeah. probably, yeah. So, yeah, don't worry about uh, but it. But I, I mean, it's the it's the manner of the loss, I guess. And like, it, it was know. embarrassing. We got we got completely yeah. embarrassed by the Niners. They're a great team. They should be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. They probably should have been last year. Like, I'm just saying that on your day, if all your skill players click and you're you you get that that pressure up front, you can do that to teams. So it's, we're missing we're missing Goddard. Fine. Lane Johnson is um, obviously not 100. percent Like was back in. False started on every single play and didn't get called for it. If you mm. if you go back and watch that game, Lane John Lane Johnson is either perfect, literally just perfect, out. or he's offside or he's false started on every <laughs> single play. Like it's it's ludicrous how many times he goes early. Um, and then Philadelphia go out today, uh, or yesterday, sorry, and sign Shaq Leonard, <laughs> recently cut. Yeah, so I was confused about why the Colts let him go in the middle of the season. Was that I didn't a, get that either. If he, do you think if he plays played like another game or another couple of games, he was due a lot more money? I was confused why they would do it, and then obviously he must have passed med- medical to go to Philly. So obviously he's fit enough to play. I mean, he might not be the same player he, he was like three years ago as well that nobody else wanted him. I just thought no, it was very... there were other teams in him. I, I remember seeing. I think the Cowboys were in were in for him as well. They were looking at him. So okay. I don't know, but it was it was weird. I don't know why he was let like released like that in the in the middle of the season. But I mean, I hope it works out for you. Well, but he's I, a. I th- I thought it was funny how after that Eagles game injury. where we couldn't tackle and we couldn't shut down the run, we've gone out and potentially signed. Hopefully, what's a like bit of a game changing guy in the center to Mm. shut down the likes of cmc like it's just a a very glaring kind of oh that's what we're missing basically a fred warner type in the middle yes that's a huge hole that philadelphia don't have in that defense so well that's what howie does he goes out and just gets everyone so rogue it's so rogue are we trading no don't worry about it this guy got cut a week ago we got him it's fine. Don't worry about it. Could be a hero move. I it probably is, you know, I mean, why not do it? Well, I, d- I doubt there's a lot of risk involved in it. It's not yeah. like it's affecting things going into next year. It's only a one year deal. It's like that's the thing that's I was like so many GMs are just like don't think about this stuff. They're like, How does he get all these players? It's like you could have done that. You just play for a year. Here we go. We're you could have done gonna, that. We're gonna pay you a bit of money to play for like six games. Yeah. If, if it doesn't work had... out, fine we'll get rid of you and if it does work out well it worked out so then we can get rid yeah. of you so it's fine we'll just go uh, and rebuild in the draft again there's some more I mean, kids coming out of georgia so we'll pick them it's fine yeah yeah tool up all right what what was atlanta this week i can't remember how badly oh yeah you played the jets and you won but yeah i mean one touchdown at, at what in point a whole you, game is rough at you what, know when you what point when, in this year do you stop watching atlanta games in full um so that's interesting that you said that you probably picked up on my messages on sunday that i was like um 
I was really happy when it got to the fourth quarter and I turned on Red Zone, and I was like, "Oh God, football can be fun." I was like watching the, I was like watching the, the Colts and the Lions have their like silly overtime game, and um, what was the end of uh, there was there was a couple of other mad end. Oh, the Texans game was like quite interesting towards Texans the Texans game was good. Yep, Lions yeah, Saints like, was good. There was yeah, there was actually like some stuff going on, and and it was just it did feel like you were coming out of the darkness and you were like, oh, the light's blinding, but it's really warm. And like, I can see things and like, God, those flowers smell nice. It's like, I'd just been in this like dark little cave watching two yard runs and three and outs and punt, 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 punt. punt. Just so many things like the, and Desmond Ritter is just, I mean, he is, he's what you think he is at this stage. And it is like, he can do some good things, but then he will almost certainly do a bad thing after the good thing. Like he just there's no consistency. Like his touchdown was really nice to Johnny Smith. And then it's just like, you know, he's just can't can't do anything. Can't feel the pressure. Can't like can't get rid of the ball. Like taking sacks like ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's just like uh, whatever. I mean the Jets defense is legitimate. So yeah, I Fine. get yeah. But 121 yards passing. You need to score some points, man. Oh, thank God we've got Young Way Koo as well, because he's like actually saving the Falcons. Absolutely monster. Some of these kicker. tight games. Yeah, he's wicked. Put him he's up. Wicked. I would put him in the Jake Elliott bracket of most underrated kickers in the NFL. Well, I think people could probably know now. I don't know. I mean, He's um. I know uh, over the last few for... years. Sorry, yeah. Like the names are kind of popping up now, but like I think Elliot and Koo are one, yeah. the two that have been slept on for like four years. Of well, Koo went to the Chargers initially, didn't he? Yeah. That's like another thing. Wow. The Chargers, like leave the Chargers, and then you become like a fucking all pro kicker. Um. Yeah, but the the Falcons are rough to watch. It, they're so rough to watch, and it's like we ran all over the Saints the week before. We got like 240 on the ground or something. And then we just couldn't get like easy runs. Just couldn't. And Arthur Smith, I actually just think he he's just not creative. He's just not creative enough at all. Mm. Like with that backfield and the skill position players that we have, even though Ridder's like limited, like he should be able to do some more interesting things or attempt some more interesting things. That's the thing. You don't like, you don't feel like he's trying to cook stuff up. But Arthur Smith used to be sniper. quite creative. I mean, that was the whole thing about Cordero Patterson was that like you'd watch a Falcons mm. game and you'd see them cooking him up a wide receiver coming into the slot, being him in, alongside the QB well, out of the gun, trying different that's stuff. It. Well, that's, that. you know, that's why I defended him a lot like last year and in his first year. Um, but he's got more talent this year than he's had before and he really isn't doing a lot with it and it is like with some of the plays that you see Bijan make it's criminal that you can't get that guy in space and get him the ball you know he should be getting 100 yards every game and he's not <laughs> so it's pretty sad I think we'll probably still win the division though because it's so bad behind us but like I said you know that that Falcons uh wildcard game is going to be sad yeah the, the the south needs to just go this year doesn't it mm. they should but, do the honorable thing and be like we're not going to put a team forward <laughs> there's only one good thing in the nfc south mm. you know that? what i'm gonna say 
10 consecutive 1,000-yard receiving years. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> 10. Oh. And have you seen um. the list of QBs that Mike Evans has had? Yeah, yeah I've seen them. It's <laughs> incredible that this man has that level of production. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good receiver. Unbelievable. Pretty good. Don't have a lot else to say about that. I mean, I noticed it a couple. Uh, what was it? Like two weeks ago, I think it was. He was on eight hundred and fifty, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, he's definitely going to get another. He's definitely going to get another thousand yards." Are you coming to the? How many? How many back well, to thousand my, yard I, years did Julio? I always just. I always just said that Julio was a better player, and I just that's still true. So I mean, he could have fourteen thousand yard seasons, and it wouldn't change. Like, <laughs> and that's exactly what Shane Vereen said when when we were talking about. He's like, no question. It's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna take the best of Julio Jones and the best of Mike Evans, you're taking Julio Jones. You're mad, otherwise. And I think you guys widened because you knew it annoyed me widened the debate to be like oh no it's about his career it's about her and their career dave and it's about you know i mean look at a i'm just i'm just saying the level of production yeah i never said that he was josh mccown mike glennon Jameis winston ryan fitzpatrick tom brady for three years baker mayfield like it's there's not a single like Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe, but that was shared seasons with Jameis anyway. There's not a single good QB. Brady at like the worst times in his career that we've ever seen, barring maybe his rookie season. And obviously the one when he went, took him to the Super Bowl, he was still pretty good. But after that, it was a massive drop off again. I don't know. I, I do think it's amazing. Like genuinely, I know obviously like Julio Jones stuff aside, that's oh, incredible. Yes. That's awesome. Well, I think Jerry Rice got 11 seasons of 1,000 yards. Mm. And he played for like a long time in the NFL. And in one of the greatest, have to look at it. greatest teams ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Where he was, he was basically the, the greatest getting the ball. <laughs> throwing yeah. him the ball. Yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, Jerry Rice crazy. did have to deal with a little more physicality and some actual, you know, pass interference calls and stuff like that as opposed to the stuff that gets called these days. I mean, the, again, I don't want to be that guy that like, oh, it's unwatchable, <laughs> but I showed. Um... Oh, man. Well, do you talk about so in the, the Falcons game, like the only the only thing that was kind of getting me a bit juiced up was shouting at the refs because some <laughs> of the calls were so inconsistent. They would have like the most ticky tacky, like, you know, pull an arm down kind of. And it's not even in like the radius of like them making the catch. And then they would. And then they would miss one, like a, a drive later, which was way more obvious. Where like hands in the face, like literally, like climbing all over the dude. Yeah, uh, it was really bad. The commentators were like, they were really pissed off about it by the end. <laughs> like they were not having it. It ruins. It ruins watching a game when it's just flying yeah. off. The like the end of the um, is it the Packers game, where they were just calling, like, dog shit calls uh for the chiefs in the last minute or so of mm. like illegal touching and interference calls and it was 
like minimal contact at best and then go three hours before the end of that Chiefs Green Bay game back to the Eagles Niners game which one of the best things about it was they let so much go they allowed it to be real physical and nasty and a proper good like fight in Philadelphia again it was really enjoyable except for watching the performance of a team of of how they let how they ref they that let game. The, the refs let the head of security come yeah, in and yeah you got, you got yeah, guys great. that aren't even players interfering you yeah, got violence yeah, left right and crowd. center Sirianni's giving <laughs> the Niners crap like the Niners all came across the Eagles sideline pre-game were chirping Sirianni was like pretending to break it up and actually getting in people's faces oh i bet yeah, yeah he's the awesome. ultimate he's the right <laughs> coach at the right level. time yeah. for the eagles isn't he like so good <laughs> anybody that hates him like a is glove just purely jealous he's done oh, an incredible yeah. job sirianni i love him i absolutely love him until he leaves and then i'll be like fuck that guy yeah of course <laughs> it's different then um Oh man! Any other takeaways from the weekend? What else? Uh, yeah. Well, this is it. I feel like I missed like half the like good football because I was just uh, just sludging it out with. <laughs> well, I had to I had to watch the whole of the Dolphins game as well. This is the one negative about Sam mm. being into it is that. Like, oh, is she do- watching it properly now? Yeah, we 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 always do Dolphins game full, on the main television and Eagles red zone. and Eagles full. Yeah, and thankfully, because the Eagles have mainly been put... Like, we're flexing to now three primetime games in a row, which is a killer. Oh, yeah. What what happens if Miami and the Eagles are playing at the same time? Eagles go on the big TV. That's the one thing of, like, Eagles right, go on the big okay. TV. What about Miami when you own a house jointly together? Eagles go on the big TV. Whoa. Or I'm right. going to watch in the man cave on the bigger TV. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> there are going to be uh, things that get arranged to make all sure. Right, all right. Okay. Um, we'll see. But thankfully, the Eagles are in such hot demand to be shown in primetime or at least in a 925 game. I think we've only had three six o'clock games so far oh yeah guess how many the falcons have have had in prime time one why (laughs) (laughs) which they shouldn't have was that was that a thursday night football game no it was on who were we playing it was a couple of weeks ago it was on the it was on the sunday and i was like you know i'd like to go into bed early as well Mm. and i was like oh i'm probably not gonna watch all of that now that's a show (laughs) it's like i'm so used to my six o'clock games old man stumps can't stay up to yeah, the Eagles have played two games at six o'clock this year so far, which is in that again to me feels a bit mental. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, we've got seven primetime games this year. God, we're really, uh, we're really getting down to the season now, aren't we? Yeah, Just not long like, left. I know it rips. And when you get to so this part much. of the season, you're like, oh man. There's so much up in the air because there's yeah. so much mediocrity. I mean, it's Pittsburgh could win their division still. I mean, it's weird to think that Baltimore are the most watchable team in that division now. Yeah. Because they're not very watchable. Like I still, with Mark Andrews out, it's even worse in their passing game. The running game's a bit boring. Like they they do better with keeping Lamar protected, and have done this year. 
I really hope the like the Bengals make a run for it or something. I mean, <laughs> Jake Browning put up a really good Monday night football game against the Jets. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I watched um, I watched some highlights. I mean, I mean, he's not Joe Burrow, but I mean, he, he threw like thirty. 30 of 36 or something for like 300 yards, two, 302 touchdowns. Yards. Like, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. It, the thing is, though, these you can get sucked in by these guys, like fringe guys. You need to see it like three weeks to yeah. know because they can. There's guys like just Dobbs or like there's guys that can do it for a week and you're like, oh my God, they're amazing. Uh, I, saw, I saw an NFL Twitter account. Mike thing, White or someone like that. Like, put a thing out about Josh Dobbs today being like, oh, have you seen the new craziest thing in the NFL? Josh Dobbs. I was like, that's like three weeks old. You can't be putting it out now. He's terrible. Who, say, who put that out? <laughs> I think it was Decipher Sport. They're making a big push on NFL content. Didn't work Damn. out for them. No behind the times man yeah a little bit that's like saying can you believe jordan love is in charge of the packers <laughs> offense right now it's like yeah he's doing a really good job actually he's yeah he's actually yeah, very competent they're like really good at like uh the qb position consistently being... for 30 years <laughs> also the green Bay packers might be one of the more boring sides to watch this year as well especially without aaron jones it's just not i don't know uh, yeah I'm just sure. I'm, you go go through about... the teams in the NFL. Tell me where the sparks are in, in these teams. Like DK Metcalf for the Seattle Seahawks, I guess. Yeah. Like Dallas are a good team. They get a buy in this. The Denver Broncos. I don't trust Denver. I just got on the Denver bandwagon of like five, six wins in a row or something. And they go and poop the bed against the Texans. Oh, Texans they're are rough fun. to watch as well. Like Russell, Russell Wilson is just not like. He can't. He used to be the be very, very best at like evading pressure and oh, feeling pressure like... and getting rid of the ball. He's so bad at it now. Yeah, he's so bad at it. It's crazy. Like him and him and um, Watson at the Browns. I know he's injured now, but like those two, it's like it's just different people. It's like you'd never think that they were incredible at their positions ever. Couldn't happen to nicer guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that we should throw Wilson in the same category as the fucking like Raiders. No, very different, very different in terms of what they've done. But uh, yeah. Russell Wilson still very, but very unlikable. I think with his subway adverts. So you know, yeah, yeah, very unlikable. And I think I think Josh Potter, friend of the show, has alluded like there might be something going on, some darkness there. Oh, behind yeah, the scenes. kind of real. Garth Brooksy, kind of where's the bodies at? But like, okay, so if you're, let's do this very quickly. Right? right. Let's run through every team in the NFL and say whether you enjoy watching them play football or not. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's a tough question, though. Miami, okay. enjoy I... Miami, enjoyable to watch. Like it's, it's just sure. fun. Yeah. It's carnage, right? Yeah. Buffalo, okay, no, <laughs> tough. Like Josh Allen is incredible, but if if everything else can be an absolute mess, the Jets not fun to watch. No, New England. Terrible. Not fun to watch. Baltimore, nine and three. Not that fun to watch. No, even when they were like really turning it on, they're just like really well coached and they just kind of do things right. But they haven't like really lit teams up in an exciting way. Yeah, Lamar's meant they? to be in the MVP candidate talk again. It's like, uh, but that's dropped off now, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, Pits I'm going to say no. Pittsburgh, <laughs> not, like... not fun to watch. Oh my god, terrible. <laughs> the one of the very worst teams to watch. And still seven and five. 
They suck. Cleveland, not fun to watch. Love no, Dorian no. Thompson Robinson. Didn't like Joe Flacco coming in. Their defense is in. fun to watch. Defense so if is you great. like defense, but it's not enough in yeah, the modern it's... NFL to have that. You need to have both. Cincinnati were fun to watch. Could have been really fun to watch, but now aren't because there's no Joe Burrow. We'll see what happens, but... I bet it's a flash in the pan. Yeah. Jacksonville, but... fun to watch, okay? That's... I we're don't back know. On... I, I can watch. I don't trust them. Jacksonville against the Texans. It's not about trust, about but it's yeah, but fun I know, to watch. but I I want yeah, but if I if I'm saying they're fun to watch, I I want to trust that if I put on a Jacksonville game, that it's going to be fun to watch. So it is about trust. Yeah, and okay. I don't know if I trust them to be like like. Well, fun Trevor to watch Lawrence has sprained an ankle as well now, so he's out for the, potentially the rest of the year as well. well for the out. year? Well, I don't know. It's a sprained ankle, so I'm guessing at least uh. three weeks out. Um, that's rough yeah so that could kill their chances so then we might have indianapolis taking the division i mean they're quite fun to watch <laughs> they're they're they, fun they to watch really, the, in that like same stupid, way that people people stupid s- close games but yeah, people slow down to look at a car crash yeah they are dumb they're a dumb team <laughs> there's a lot of dumb it's not great is it, houston are fun to watch because you see what they're doing now and then you think houston, well the potential on this Big time. Play. Really cool. Yeah. Tennessee, yeah. not fun to watch at all. Terrible to watch. Kansas City, kind no. of fun, but they're no. not as fun as they used to be. They're... Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like your like alcoholic friend who used to be really fun, and then they like got like sober, <laughs> hey, and it's like I'm still here, and it's like it's like yeah, like uh, you're just not. It's not the same, man. You used to like stand on the tables and like, you know, and everybody be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like chug, chug. Now you're on the table, but you're kind of, you've got the baby strapped to your front and it's just, now it's more like a health hazard. Uh, You talk about like, you know, like going to church on Mm. Sundays. uh, Also, Travis Kelsey is starting to bottom out this year. Do you mean like how he's annoying the fuck out of me by being everywhere? Or do you mean like on the field? (laughs) I just don't think he's productive on the field. And I'm putting it down to one thing only. So I assume that it really is now because defenses can just blanket cover him. Maybe. Because um, they've got no other receivers. Because they've got threats, they've so. got nobody else. But um Yeah, it might be that as well, distracted by Yeah. Leggy blondes. Hey, they're very distracting, but I don't need that. Anyway. Uh Denver. Not fun to watch. Definitely. Oh my god. Chargers no. are miserable to watch. <laughs> Desperately upsetting to watch. Like really, like, like given that analogy with the like the drunken like friend who used to be fun. This mm-hmm. is like your mate who used to smoke weed, and you were like, oh, he's got loads of potential, and then suddenly they're doing heroin in like <laughs> under the bridge, and yeah. you like you have to walk under the bridge, and you're like, oh. I haven't seen you in years, man. And they're they're asking you for for twenty pounds. Hey man, do you want to buy some jeans? <laughs> yeah, do you want to buy some? Do you want to buy some shoelaces? No, I'm, I'm good, actually, buddy. Hey. I'm say hey, good to see you, man. Hey, good to see you. Hey, good to see you, you up, too. Buddy. He doesn't know who you are. He doesn't recognise you, but he's still oh, saying it because you're saying good to see you, and he's like, yeah, hey, good the, to see you. Yeah, that's the charges. And then the Raiders. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't need to say anything. So that's the AFC, right? Which is potentially going into this year the strongest of the two conferences. So I think we might have said two teams there. <laughs> Dolphins, Texans, 
Maybe a third. Maybe I. It's I mean, I'd say Jacksonville until now, but yeah. Aside from that, I so mean, you know, I vetoed three. that. So yeah. yeah. So that's two. That is two <laughs> teams in a sixteen-team yeah. Okay. <laughs> NFC Philadelphia. Fun to watch. We can crush that a whole division, so we won't even talk about the South. So that's out. <laughs> that's out. Dallas are are not fun to watch from a Philadelphia point of view, but they are a good they are fun team. To watch. That are fun Definitely to fun watch. to watch on yeah. both sides of the ball. When you've got a when you've got a DB yeah. getting six pick sixes in a season, yeah, it's like, incredible. Fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I hate to say it, but fun to watch. Really the Giants fun. are only fun to watch because of this sideshow of Devito. Oh no! But I mean, is, well, but it's not like it's not fun right, to watch. But that's, I mean, that's you know, I mean, this guy. Yeah, this I can, guy is from the he's from the neighborhood. Hey, I only need, I need to see like a five minute highlight to this guy, and then I'm fucking out of there. You know, like I don't need to watch fucking three hours of this kid. Washington, not fun to watch. Terrible. Detroit. <sighs> yeah, fun. Yeah, they're, fun. They're Definitely f- fun. Fun. Definitely fun. Yeah. Definitely fun. And actually, like, from a kind of, like, a nonsense point of view, like, they must be hard to watch if you're a Lions fan because they, like, blow these big leads and, like, mm. different parts of their team don't show up consistently. And their defense is non-existent now. They've just yeah, given I'll up on it. garbage. They're, well, so the they, offense will they bail us out, right? 40. So... Yeah, they need to score 40 every week. So I guess um, that makes it fun, fun, yeah. Definitely fun. But it's also a bit like killing because you know what Lions fans are going through. Of like, hey, we're finally a good team again. It's like, we can't. You're kind of not. Like, <laughs> let's pump the brakes on that. Like, it's, it's yeah. going to be miserable in the playoffs. Yeah. Minnesota, not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Green, Bay, Green Bay are good to watch. I, I will say I'd watch a Green Bay game. They're more of like a kind of um, a football purist team to watch, though, aren't they? Like because they're, they're really coming together, yeah. They're like well coached, and Jordan Love is like really clicking like through the. But they're not. Ex- I don't think they're exciting. Not exciting I'm not being but... like, oh, Green Bay playing. Let's you know. No, but if Green Bay were playing the right team, I'd be like, oh, okay, this be a good game to watch. Like Green Bay Chiefs, I'm like, okay, I can yeah. watch. I can. But that's watch not stuff. the question, though, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're out as well. Chicago. Yeah. What? I don't I mean, know. Come on. The NFC on. South. The San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I love that skip. <laughs> no one in the South good to watch. Mike Evans is the only good thing to watch in the NFC South because he has productivity. Yes. Nobody yes. else has got any productivity. No. So. San Francisco 49ers, great to watch. They're a great team. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Rams, no. They're kind of fun to watch. They're not good to watch. No, they're pretty hard on the eye. And they're again, like, we're going to get to the Seahawks next. But I'd put those, like, we were talking about them earlier. It's like, you don't know what's going to show up. And, like, if I'm going to in that consistency where I've got the controller and I had, theoretically, every game was on at once, I'm not. I'm skipping over both of those teams because, like, I don't trust them to deliver me fun. <laughs> they They both have individual players that are worth watching. But the team cosmetic lets down watching those individual players if you just if the whole screen was black except for a circle around aaron donald on that defense <laughs> be fun right. to watch yeah two dots on the screen highlighting yeah. cooper cup and puka nakua really fun to watch them go to yeah, work sure. watching anything okay. else yeah don't need to see on that <laughs> Rams team. right okay same with seattle 
So they're out. And then Arizona, <laughs> like not fun. No. It's like five teams. I mean, it, I mean, it's fun seeing the Steelers lose. Um, you know, a really should be a, a given game for them. That's that was fun for me, but yeah, but it was. You know. But it's not fun to watch as a no, football no. Game. I just you're, like the idea. You're not like that. Isn't a game where you go, "Whoa, Arizona pulled something off." Let's see how that happened. That's a oh well. I saw yeah. that they went back. Kenny Pickett went it out, would, and then oh, it just not like it would be one of the Kenny worst. Pick- oh yeah, it'd be one of the worst like years that you could remember to introduce somebody to the NFL, I oh, think. Oh, it'd be tough. This is a year to, to stay stay quiet. Actually, I feel really bad for Sam if she's getting into it this year. I mean, well, at least she is supporting she the Dolphins, one of the so two fun, one fun of, teams. Yeah, a fun team to watch at least. Like, So we've got Dolphins, Texans from the AFC, two teams out of 16. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. NFC, we've got Eagles, three by Niners, my count. Yeah, Dallas. Did we put anyone as Lions? I'm putting Lions, in four. Okay. So we've got six, six teams out teams of 18. In the whole... So that's not even half the playoff teams, which means we're going yeah. to have bad playoff matches. I think we could have some of the historically worst players. Like, you know, we've already talked about the Falcons or whoever gets in from the South. Like, mm. there's going to be quite a few games like that. Some I really bad divisional ones. championships and divisional championships are either going to be some of the biggest blowouts in playoffs or mm. the craziest, never saw that result coming kind of turn up for the books because it yeah yeah which makes it really difficult to bet on this year as well oh i know i know can we recognize that i got a bet right oh what's that last week i got my bet hey i didn't see you got your bet yeah how much got my bet baby oh need to give you a round 22 pounds i've had two two bets winning bets this year beautiful yeah i might um i might up my bets now to one pound 50 but Ooh. i don't know i don't know yet i'm Slow thinking down, about cowboy. it Slow yeah down. well i was gonna do two pounds and then it's like you know that's quite a lot of money actually because i've got like 55 pounds in that account now and that'll last me like three seasons of this podcast especially <laughs> yeah. especially as we seem to be only recording one every other week so. also if you start losing bets and you're betting on few oh no i guess that doesn't really affect it that's I was thinking if you were betting on fewer teams, it would be less. But that's not. I'm. Um, I'm not really. Weird. I've not done a podcast in a while, Dave. It's been. Um. Yeah. That's not how betting works, pal. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Touche, yeah, Mister Mackey. Touche. I got a bet. I got a bet. My one. You talk about like yeah, not fun games. I've I've picked some like pretty boring outcomes. I think in my bet this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, give me, ex- give me what you got. Falcons. Oh, well, it's done. It's Falcons it? over Bucks. I got the Bengals plus one against the Colts. I'm going to see if the kid can keep it going. I got the Texans beating the Jets because all they have to do is score ten points. You yeah, won the game. And then it's over. You won the game, baby. Uh, Saints against Panthers. I mean, it's so boring. I was just like, I feel it. When I was clicking it, I was like, oh, I don't even care. Like, because mm. shit about, you know? But hey, we're trying to make money. This is about the money. We've got Packers minus six and a half against the Giants because they're rolling at the moment. And then I've got the Broncos plus three against the Chargers. The Chargers! But I don't Excuse care you. about those games. 23 to one. Okay. 
So sorry about that. Sorry about that bet. I think that's one my most boring bet ever. Yeah, I mean, mine's not that much more special, to be honest. Uh, uh, I'm taking the Saints to cover the spread over the Panthers, minus five. Yeah. Taking the Texans to cover the spread over the Jets, 5.5. <laughs> taking the Broncos to cover the spread against the Chargers. <laughs> I'm taking the under on Bill's Chiefs, <laughs> under 47.5 points, because I don't think they'll be doing shootout numbers like they've done. I, that's the a bit high. That's quite high. I would yeah, have taken the under as yeah. well. I'm taking the Seahawks uh, to cover the spread against the Niners. Divisional game, mm-hmm. so I think it will stay close. Because that's at 10.5 at the moment. And I'm taking the Bucks to go into Atlanta. And Mike no. Evans is going to no. take a Julio Jones jersey out of his bag. And he's going to bury it in the back of the end zone the when he puts up another 100-yard game. I'm taking the Get Bucks. Get out of here. Well, I'm taking the Bucks to cover the spread at 2.5. So. <laughs> Uh, and that gives me 45.49 uh, to 1. So £45.50 to 1, basically. All right. So, yeah. Pretty good. And then, Jazzy, what we got for you? He, he's he gone with a... He's only betting a pound. He's not himself, is he? No, he's not right. Not he's, got some, he's got some stuff going on. He has. He's got a lot guys. of stuff. But he has got, he's got a 50, 50 to 1 bet, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. He's is got that the with Bears a 25% odds boost as well, though? I don't know. I can't see any booster boys, but it might be. Um, what is he? Bears plus three against the Lions? Probably. I mean, they. I don't see like... that. No, I don't see the I, the Lions will do the Bears in Chicago. <sighs> you would have thought so, but it's exactly the kind of thing that the Lions will do is to go yeah, in. Go and and like, the they'll bear. win, but they'll like win by one point or something. Texans minus five and a half against the Jets. Yeah. Fine. You went there as well. Bengals over Colts. I went there as well. Raiders plus three against the Vikings. That's the kind of game where I just, I just don't, don't want to even get involved. And not only do I not care, but like, I mean, how do you call a game like that? Like, do you know? They're just both. They're the same team. <laughs> like, nobody cares. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half. Uh, yeah. I can't. The Chiefs aren't going to win, lose two in a row, are they? The Bills have got to win that game. That's a big game. The Bills have to win that game. Have you seen the Bills got to win that? I'll finish up Jazz's thing quickly. Sorry, Ravens minus seven against the Rams. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. Okay, fair yeah. enough, Jazzy. Not. I think. Not... Yeah, I think that Bears one is that's sticking out. I think that's going to cause him some issues. Have you seen the Bills running, by the way, and why they're not going to make the playoffs this year? What they've got the Chiefs this week. Who have they got after that? They've got Dallas after that. Then they've got the Chargers. <laughs> then they've got a divisional game against the Patriots, which Patriots don't let teams score. They just lose to teams while allowing them under 10 points. Um, and then they finish off with the Dolphins. So I'm looking at that as Oof. three losses. That could Nine could be enough to knock you out of the playoff spots if other teams have cushy runs in. You know, if Indianapolis win two, Jacksonville win two, Houston win two, like... Mm. Pittsburgh, Cleveland could still win two. That would all put them on nine wins already. They're not a given to win any of those games, the Bills, the and way Buffalo they've been playing so either. all over the place. I know. It's, it feel weird not having them in the playoffs. It feel really weird. And I do feel a bit sad about it, like if they have kind of missed their, their window, like they're going to have to kind of build up a new roster. So after the Eagles game, uh, I didn't send Josh any shit. I just said like, 
fucking mental game. Didn't see you guys losing that at all. Thought we were going to lose it all game, like for the first three and a half quarters, basically. Yeah. And he said, McDermott out. <laughs> no, Josh. Whoa. We need to get him on uh, the end of the season to break this down. I, yeah, I, goes. I wanted to get him on after that game. Damn I thought out. that seems really Whoa. twatty to be like, yo, come on the podcast after your team it has feels just like lost to my team. He's like pulled them out of the darkness over the last like five years. And yeah, but there's also a thing of like teams, like there are coaches that will mm. take you. Here was it. Uh, didn't see that coming. Great freaking game. Hopefully there's a meeting in February. Josh's reply, McDermott better be fired tomorrow. <laughs> That's in his feelings. Sure, surely you guys won't miss he the playoffs. There he is no like chance losing. we make the playoffs. I'm kind Ooh, of inclined ouch. to agree with him with that. Yeah, I mean, their schedule, you, you saying that running, it doesn't look good, does it? It does not look good. But, but there are you know, co- we've, coaches that will take you to a certain point. Yeah, but we've mentioned the other teams in the AFC that are like hovering around those wild card spots, and it's like you know they could ease like nine wins that might well get you get you in. Nine if they wins can... could get you in, but nine wins could also be, as I say, like there could be a, there could be six teams on ten wins in the AFC. Yeah, quite easily. Yeah, and ten will <laughs> ten will get. You. Yeah, I don't know. Thing it's... is, I don't know if I want like what's the is there much. I mean, they could catch fire, this Bills team, and like we could see them like they were, you know, like two years ago. But like also, they've played this way all year. What's why would we suddenly think that just because they get in the playoffs, they're going to be any better? Like they're not going to a Super Bowl this year, are they? Like they're not going to get through that gauntlet. Well, I'm not really sure what has happened with them because Josh Allen's played some of the best football in the NFL. If they had a better winning record, Allen could Mm. easily be a front runner for MVP because. His ability in games to use his legs and his arm has been exceptional. He's run intelligently. He's probably the only quarterback that comes close to like short yardage situations to Jalen Hurts in terms of being able to get over a line on like mm. two yards to go, etc. That that game against Philadelphia, he was an absolute boss. Like shredded them for so much of that game. So difficult to bring down been very accurate for a large part of this year has a better touchdown to interception ratio than most quarterbacks in the nfl throws a lot of picks but still gets you a lot of points as well i think people were expecting their defense from like the um from the hype about them in the offseason people were expecting their defense to be a lot better this year and they just they just haven't stepped up so might not be allen i haven't i haven't heard a lot of people talking about allen being the problem so no but i don't know really what isn't working so is it play calling and game situations? Is it a lack of run game still? James Cook's... lack of lack of run game and like outside of digs that like they just haven't really added like the skill players to. They need another one. Gabe Davis is all right, mm. but yeah, they but need I mean a... he should be he should be a third or a fourth receiver really. Yeah, like, he's not like a Calvin Ridley. Not two is he? Amazing two, even a one. Mm. Calvin Ridley's so good as well, by the way. Do you remember that time when you guys Ridley. had Calvin Ridley and he was fuck that guy. He's really good. And then he did some gambling and you guys were like, "Oh, we're going to get rid of him for for nothing because, you know, he did some gambling." We got a se- we got a second for him, I think. Yeah, he's worth that and more, I think. Nah, he's great. 
he's an asshole. He'll blow things up. He'll uh, do something stupid. <laughs> he will. He's. Do you not enjoy the fact that he's back and playing well? No, I wish he was out of the league. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck oh, that that's guy. sad. Yeah, I know. This isn't it. <laughs> really, really, it's sad. He's so fun to watch. That's why yeah. one of the reasons why the Jags are fun. Him and ETN. Really good. Yeah. Well. Let's leave it on that down note. On that note. <laughs>